Yeah. Welcome to the Indigenous Heathen Podcast. I'm Incredible Javier. I'm Yahaira Quiroz. And today we're going to be talking about George Floyd, police brutality, uh, street vendors, and um, we're going to touch on that. And whatever else comes up. So, so yeah, let's go ahead and let's get into it. The uh, uh, George Floyd um, trial, I haven't been following it too closely. Um, I remember the incident that happened. And for me, like my opinion just off of that is, well, I'm probably, I, I let everybody know off the bat. I, I'm very biased when it comes to the police. And I feel that they, right? I feel that they have a job to do um, and they should be protecting the public. Right. So that's the first part. But the uh, I believe that like as, as soon as I see an abuse of power, it, it sickens me. Uh, and the reason for that is because they say they often say their um, their number one job is to get home safely. I don't agree. I don't agree. I think if you signed up for that shit, you have to protect the public. That's your number one job. Firemen aren't like that. Firemen see people with burning buildings. They're going to be like, oh, well, my job is to go home safely. That the fire is dangerous. Hell no, nah, they're going to run in there. They're going to take, remember that 9-11 ship? Uh, mm-hmm. When at, people said when they were running down the stairs, firemen were running up the stairs, right? They, 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 weren't, they weren't concerned about their safety, unfortunately. Fortunately, a lot of them died, made the rest in peace. Uh, but they were more concerned about saving people. And for me, I just, I don't know, I get off. I get kind of pissed off with, with, uh, when I see any form of police brutality or, or uh, an abuse of power. You know, uh, you mentioned 9-11. I was busted 9-11. Uh, it was early in the morning. Yeah, I, it was early in the morning. So early in the morning, I used to like watching uh, in Ventura, we got the Channel 7. So they would put like the cartoon cartoons on. And I'll never forget. It was um, obviously it was uh, it was 9-11. Um, uh, as everybody was rushing down the stairs, there's this uh, firefighter going up and the cameras captured his face. And that's, yeah, like, that that takes heart to like, uh, you know, walk or run directly into your death and just be dedicated to what it is that you do like that. No, I'm I'm with you on that. Yeah. So for me, it's it's like when I see true heroes uh, like that, it, it makes it like it makes it hard to to kind of big up cowards that will yeah. st- sit on somebody's neck and, and allow him to die. You know, uh, do you think it has something to do maybe with like agencies? Because I did listen to some of the um, to some of the court proceedings. Uh, I've been it's been a busy week for me. So. Um, so, you know, to say nonetheless, I follow some of it. Um, anyhow, long story short, uh, the, the guy who trains them that does the jujitsu and all that shit was mm-hmm. saying that they never instruct them like, you know, he basically what the attorney is saying that he was trained to uh, pull this type of move on him for a lack of a better term. I don't know what you would call that, but it's pretty much, you know, to restrain him and to bring him to um, a, a neutral, like, um, what, what are they trying to say? To, to non-threatening position. Yeah. But I don't think he was ever very threatening. Like, no. I, I know that, you know, there was some words, but he was never rowdy or crazy or to the point where they even had to utilize that type of uh, restraint. Um, 
I honestly think that it has something to do with the agency. I am, so I, I'm for law and order. And I would disagree, uh, I would disagree that, um, you know, a lot of these cops, they go out into the field and they're already, you know, tensed up and they're trained to view, uh, let's just say Compton a little different than they would Bel Air, right? So yeah. they're already, um, and, and I think I would be worried about my safety and coming back home to my family. But at the same time, I feel that they're trained to look at uh, especially black and brown people a certain type of way. I don't think that they look at us um, as human sometimes. And I hate to say that, but um, my partner, he went to, he was gonna become a sheriff, um, but because of everything that he was being taught, he said, you know what, I can't do this. So became, yeah. he became a sound engineer, and you know, rather than that, but um, yeah. I and, and I've seen a lot of abuse, right? It, growing up, I remember when we were young, they used to pick us up in San Fernando, drop us off in Pacoima and vice versa. They would, I, I don't know if that's something that happened in your neighborhood, but it happened to us, like the crash unit. Yeah. They used to fuck with us. They'd fuck us up before dropping us off, you know? Well, I remember even before so, I was on probation or parole, anything, uh, they would pull us over 12, 13 year old kids and search us and just do all kinds of shit that, that they shouldn't have been able to do. We weren't breaking any laws. We were just walking down the street. But like you said, they see us a certain way. They see the, the way we dress. They see the way the area we were living in. And they said, oh, these guys are threats right away. And I think you, what you said about agencies, I think it's just uh, police, like just policing in general, the way that they view things, right? They, they try to neutralize threats. And that's what they see us as. They see us as threats. And because of that, they're going to treat us. And I don't, I, I do know that it's, a lot more in black and, and brown communities, but I know it's also in um, poor white communities. You know I mean, in, yeah. poor, in poor white communities, they'll do the same thing to them. They'll, they'll tackle them down. They'll beat them down. And, and it's just like, if you don't look the way that they, if you look in a, like in a threatening manner to them, uh, then they're going to, they're going to address you as a threat. It's fucked up, man. Yeah. Um, you know, with the, with the George Floyd, um, what what really pisses me what really pisses me off is okay dude told you i can't breathe as a first responder because they are trained right mm -hmm. uh he should have responded to that and then um dude was trying to say that uh the people that were at the scene were menacing to him okay they're talking shit you're under pressure but that shouldn't that shouldn't have uh just because people are talking shit shouldn't you shouldn't have neglected his uh, you know, it, his complaint about not being able to breathe. So I'm curious to, um, and then they're trying to say that uh, when a person's speaking, it, mm -hmm. they're still able to breathe, but those breathing way, those, those pathways could be, you know, restrained. It could be stress on them. It, it just, I, I feel straight up, like to me, dude was murdered. Yeah. Um, yeah. When this kid over here was it in Texas or New Mexico, shot up that school and killed, I don't know how many kids. They received him with water. They straight up offered him water. So when I see things like that going on, it's like, well, obviously we're, we're getting treated very, um, very differently than probably. And yeah, you are right. Because many of the, uh, of the people that I've encountered, you know, in, in, the, in the justice system, uh, Anglo with the, with the Caucasian community, it is people that come from poor, um, uh, from a poor background, um, financially poor is what I'm trying to say. 
so um anyhow what was i getting at so yeah where the fuck was floyd's water at you know what i mean like where was his water where was his just basic humanity like okay well it sits you up you know i think another thing that it does that's really fucked up is it um also traumatizes the community uh hearing some of those people speak the the witnesses uh-huh. It was just like, damn, man, it was like one guy that called the cops on the cops. He didn't know what yeah. to do. He didn't know what to do. It's like, like, what do you do? This man's getting killed in front of me. It's like, and you can't like, and it's sad because it puts them in a fucked up position. People always say, and I think some people are full of shit when they say, I would have jumped up. I would have fucked the cops up. I don't care. It's like, it's different when you're, when your freedom's on the line and when you could potentially get killed too. So I, I don't fault anyone for not doing that because I understand people have families and, and all that. Right. But it's like, this man is getting killed. What do you do? And, and as a community, it's looking at it as like, man, this guy's just getting fucking choked to death. Like, what's going to happen to us? It's, it's just a terrible situation. It could be very traumatic for the community. Yeah. What about the lady that was like, a fi- was she a firefighter? I know she's in the fire department. She was a, a paramedic. A paramedic. Right. And, you know, just imagine somebody who's strange, uh, trained to save lives. And the desperation she must have felt like right then and there, because this is this is what she does, right? She saves lives and she's telling them like, yo, like you're going to kill this guy. And they're still non-responsive to her. And I don't see how you could use that, what, what she's doing, what she was saying, it, it, how you can even twist that and say, well, I felt threatened. Like, what the fuck? Like, I, I just, I, I'm just curious to how much um, training they get. And I know it's like 40 hours of this, eight hours of this, whatever it may be, but like just in general, like, um, because you're absolutely right. If you are there to police and, and you know, be a cop and be a hero, then that doesn't only involve your life. It involves other people's yeah. lives too. And you being mindful and respectful of another human uh, human being, not judge him because he's tall. Because the way I, I feel that they were getting at dude, they were treating him as, as if he was this type of animalistic um, being from, from what I'm getting, of course. And this is just a very uninformed opinion, but... Yeah, you know, uh, and I'm going to go go based off of anecdotal evidence right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Something that happened um, Easter, Easter Sunday, last uh, last Sunday. Um, one of my younger homies, you know, fortunately passed away. And um, he, what they did is they left him on the street for like 14 hours. No blanket over him, no nothing. His family was there. And they're like, please cover him, cover him. Like, they don't want to see him dead on the street, right? But the cops paid it no mind. They had, and to think there was all kinds of people I seen on, on uh, Instagram, like, they were filming, like, oh, shit, look, he's still there. Oh, shit, he's still there. And it shows that there's a, a lack of uh, uh, consideration for the people of that community. It shows that they don't care what you guys see. They don't care uh, about the person. He's no longer a person. He's like roadkill. I mean, they're going to leave him out there like roadkill. And it pisses me off because it's like, for me, it's a, it's, there are certain elements that they have to do with the uh, racial inequality, but it's, it's an abuse of power issue too. And that's, that's what really pisses me off is that they think that they, because they have the power, because you know, you got Mexican cops that are fucking assholes, mm-hmm. fucking dicks. Like one of the biggest killers in Monte PD was a Mexican cop by the name of Baltres. And that motherfucker was a murderer. You know what I mean? And it's, and it's, it just, it just pisses me off because I've seen it for so long and, and it happens over and over. 
people will become outraged. They'll try to do something and then nothing will happen. The cops won't change. And it's just the same shit over and over. And then when you cut their budget, they get mad. They start crying. Wow. I, I'm sorry for your loss. And I'm sorry to that family. That that pisses me off. That's um, that's that's fucking unacceptable in a first world country, right? Like, I have, I mean, I don't know what to say in regards to that. Um, I can't imagine what the family was going through. You know, I don't necessarily believe in cutting the budget, but I do believe that, first of all, like, um, you know, you know how right now they're releasing a lot of people that committed crimes under the age of 25, 26, because mm -hmm. the frontal cortex or, you know, I, I, I don't have the terminology right now, but um, I think no cop should get hired under, under the age of 25 or 26. Mm -hmm. If, you know, obviously you're not mature enough to police somebody. I just don't believe so. And I do believe that they need to go, um, the, a high school diploma isn't cutting it. Do you know what I'm, and that's not to knock anybody that hasn't gone to college or isn't pursuing higher education. What I'm saying is some people are naturally, organically kind, mindful, respectful, but I I haven't really seen that with the, uh, with the, with the uh, police department. And that's not to knock everybody, but as they say, if you fit the description, you yeah, know what I yeah. mean? Um, so uh, I, I was getting somewhere with this. So I, I do believe that uh, they should probably hire psychologists, um, interventionists, um, it, people from the community for the community, because you're absolutely right. We we talk about race and inequality, and I'm sure it, it plays a part. Oh, yeah, but definitely. sometimes, sometimes, uh, the cops that'll be, uh, you know, uh, the most dicks are straight up just brown and black anyways. You know, they have an air of superior uh, superiority and shit. They want to talk to you, you know, sideways rather than understanding, okay, you know, I can relate with this community or, but no, nah, I'm totally with you on that. And you know what the scary part is, is, is that uh, um, they actually do uh, psych evaluations in order to become cops and, with that, these are the motherfuckers that get through. The reason I know that is because when I was working at Bank of America, one of the guys that I was working with applied for uh, to become a, a cop in uh, Las Vegas, and he failed the psych evaluation. He was nuts, though. I was like, that's because he wants to be a fucked up cop. Like you could already tell, you know what I mean? And I was like, I was just glad. Like, man, I'm glad this motherfucker didn't get that job because <laughs> he's focused something else. But uh, uh, you know, I know you said you disagree with uh, cutting the budget. Uh, let me just uh, put put my, you know. Uh, my two cents into that, why I think that they should cut it. A lot of budgets for cities, uh, most of the majority of that budget is taken up by police departments. In the city of El Monte, 56% of their budget goes to the El Monte Police Department. So imagine that. Imagine uh, it's not even a huge police department either. But 56% of their budget is going to that police department. And you don't, you don't have a you don't have a lot of recreation uh, shit going on. They uh, close down a lot of parks to make way for fucking uh, for new development. That's not going to, you know, they don't have anything for, for after school programs. There's a lot out there. Gang intervention programs are, are pretty much done. Um, there's a lot of programs that they cut. And while they continue to cut those programs for the community, what they do is they, the budget for the police department either stays the same or becomes inflated. And so for me, that's always like, like dog like do you guys really need all that fucking all that money those tanks uh, you know you, uh, they have fucking like 
bulletproof fucking SUVs and all kinds of crazy shit that they really don't need. It's not a war zone like that. And I think that's a lot of the times that that's what really angers me too, is that it's treated like a war zone. A lot of the stuff that they couldn't use in Iraq and Afghanistan because of the inflated military budget, they end up buying all kinds of shit. Like, oh, we can't use all this. What are they going to do? They sell it to police departments. These police departments get these little toys and they become emboldened and they think they're they're bad at it. They're, they're playing. They're playing a little game. Like, oh, look at us. It's good guys, cops and robbers. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I do have to agree. Um, so I, I, I guess maybe allocating that money towards different agencies because um, so statistics show that most most people that offend and fall into the system they're juveniles right because that's when we're wild that's when um, that's when all the fun happens I guess yeah, and, for um, some reason yeah <laughs> so what the U.S. has done the U.S. has taken that population and pretty much um, uh, played played with that population uh, made um, and I'm not saying that some of the, we, we put ourselves in places. Our, our um, choices have consequences, whether good or bad. So, uh, but I was getting somewhere with this. But if you take somebody, right? A lot of, uh, we, we talk about single parent homes and shit like that. What about opening up uh, recreational centers for them where they can actually learn something that they're passionate about, uh, swimming pools. So in San Fernando, we have this, badass olympic size swimming pool right with like mm. two diving boards and shit uh, with like a little water park it's a badass swimming pool and um but when the kids from sherman oaks come in or when the kids from these other like high uh, upper middle middle uh, middle class neighborhoods come in they shut it down to the kids from the city oh, it's but, you know yeah so what, what the fuck is up with that yet we're the ones paying the taxes there and um, another thing I remember, there was this officer, Officer Parks, and he was obviously he's white, but that dude was so human. One time I ran a stop sign, pulls me over. He sees I got food. He's like, look, you know what you did wrong, but I don't want your food to get cold. So just go home. And when it was like Rasa, they'd be they'd be dicks about yeah. shit like that because they were trying to meet their quota. And it's like, um, wouldn't you want to go to a neighborhood where you're working and be and have relationships with the community so that you're not all tensed up and shit and people might even speak up on your behalf like even Malone he's cool or whatever it may be like I, I, I just I just don't understand their attitude sometimes even the way you speak to them they're so fucking condescending when they speak yeah. right back to you you know and I, I just don't get that yeah, a question they should never even be asking is where are you going what the fuck does that matter why, why do you care where the fuck I'm going I don't worry about that. Like I have the right to fucking to free move in this country, right? Maybe to yeah. leave the country, I need a passport. Yeah. But to to travel on this country, especially in my own state, I have the right to go where the fuck I want. I mean, the, as long as it's not a private street, I could be anywhere the fuck I want. Yeah. You know, um, I one thing about them too, and I have to speak up for a mama. They like they literally made this lady look like a criminal. There was a language barrier, right? Mm. So we were, we, you know, her two kids, her, her kids are fucking going nuts right now. They're in there. They're young. They're involved in gangs and shit. They get caught up for like carjacking and a, and a gun weapon, uh, they, gun charges. I mean, so the mom told them not to talk to the police. Why? Because they have the right to, to remain silent, right? Because anytime you talk to the cops and you're young, fucking statement's gonna get coerced 
or they're going to manipulate you into, yeah. you know, whatever it may be. These are detectives. They're trying to do what they do and they're going to do their job to the best of their ability. So then, um, so then I, you know, I show up to court with this lady or whatever, and even the way that the attorney was speaking to her. So I feel like this lady was like, discriminated that she wasn't she wasn't rasa she was middle eastern um she was um from from the very from the initial meeting where one of the cops understood what she was saying to her children about please don't talk to them let's get an attorney right away they want to make the lady look like she's el chapel's mom and shit i was (laughs) like what you know and i always tell my kid anytime they pull you over don't let them search you you're not on parole or probation like you have those rights but i feel like like cops will be dicks and just try to handcuff them uh for yeah. no reason because they fuck with skaters you know oh yeah they fuck yeah, with anybody so, yeah because <laughs> yeah. skaters so, they don't even do nothing but they're not gangbanging they're, they're no skate wars you know like this they're not killing anyone they're just trying to skate they're yeah. just trying to have fun and it's crazy, like you mentioned, there are two rights that are that they want to violate off the bat. It's going to be the Fourth Amendment right to illegal search and seizure. They cannot search you without your consent. And your Fifth Amendment right, you have the right you know I mean, to, to, to remain silent. They even tell mm-hmm. you anything you say not only can, but will be used against you in a court of law. So people need to still, and it doesn't matter. You could, you could not have, have nothing to do with it. You could say, well, I was over here, this and that. And if there's any kind of inconsistencies in your story, they're going to use that against you. It's best if you're a suspect to remain silent, talk to your lawyer and then let him uh, deal with them because he's trained to deal with them. You're not. And I don't usually encourage people to make bad choices or, or, you know, take partake in risky behaviors that might lead you to being arrested or anything like that. But if you are, because that's who you yeah. are and that's what you want to do. You have every right to do that. This is work in America. But make sure that you are saving money for an attorney. Because in this country, they say that you're what? Um, innocent till proven guilty. That's not the case. You're guilty till proven innocent. And even then, they might offer you a deal. So yeah. it, it, it's just... Um, it, it's this system is nuts with that man and because it makes a lot of money at the end of the day the yeah. prison systems do so i always tell people just make sure you got money for bail make sure you got money for an attorney and um because it, it's it's gonna be a rough ride without you know a private attorney yeah and then they try to break you my prima was fighting a federal case for five years she did three years in in uh what is it right there in la i forgot what it's called the Amos. Metropolitan Center, yeah. I forgot what it's called. Yeah. Yes. Uh, she did three years there, got out on bail. And then afterwards, they seen they couldn't break her. So it's like, fuck it. She, they beat the case. But a lot of times, they'll try to break you. They'll keep you there for five fucking years. Imagine being busted for five years, not knowing what's going to happen. Some people will break, and that's what, that's what they try to do. It's, it's fucked up, man. Like, they have their ways of doing things. But it's just like, you have to understand what you're up against. Keep your mouth shut and get a lawyer. Let your lawyer do the talking. Yeah. And then in the feds, it's like 85%. They don't yeah. do that uh, 60 with half and shit. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. They don't. And, and marshals and they are got, assholes. They got like a 90% success rate when it comes to trying people, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, for the um, uh, for the Floyd, you know, when they uh, protested and all of that, I, I went down. To, I, I went to uh, downtown L.A., though, and I did get a lot of pushback from like, you know, from like uh, 
from family, homies, friends, and so on, because they were like, and of course, this doesn't apply to the Black community. The actions of a couple of idiots isn't, doesn't reflect upon that whole community. I'm not ignorant, and I understand that, but a lot of what we were getting was, um, at the time, what was it? Vanessa Guillen had been killed, too, on that um, a military base. Yeah. So, um, I, you know, I remember going down there and just, you know, kind of getting the feel of what was going on, and Honestly, I, I, injustice, I don't care what color your skin is. It's injustice. I don't stand for it. It pisses me the fuck off yes. because my, you know, I'm, I'm Mexican. My son is brown. He fits the description. You know, it, that's just what it is. So, you know, during that time I come back and I'm like, yeah, you know, I was down there um, before the fucking riots and everything started. Although I did want to cop me a pair of vans, <laughs> but you know, I can't partake in that type yeah, of yeah, shit. Yeah, not at all. So, um, you know what though what tripped me out and one thing that they got i'm not i'm not for crime or anything like that but i'm just happy they didn't tear down their own neighborhoods this time yeah and it was i tripped out when i was like the versace store you know they were like in santa monica and and beverly hills but you know aside from that like what really what really pisses me off is that um we're, we're all seeing what's going on. There's a lot of tension, you know, COVID. Hopefully we come to an end uh, with the whole uh, p- pandemic with the stay at home orders in June. But then we got we got people, we got the street vendors, right? The Lotero mans, we got uh, people selling flowers, whatever it may be. And we got fucking idiots beating them down and stealing their money. And I mean, uh, I believe that there was a man in Long Beach who even ended up in a coma and that shit was that shit I heard there was a guy in Fresno that got burned to death. No. Yeah, they lit him on fire. Wow. Did they get the people that did that? Yeah, or? it was uh, some young guy, about 19 years old, um, arrested him, and he's, yeah, he's going to probably do the rest of his life in prison now. Like, what the fuck? Like, I understand. Oh, I don't understand that you shouldn't do this. But because I was young and, you know, I was involved in a certain lifestyle, it, it's funny to rob someone or it's funny to rob a store or, you know, that rush that you get, but to sit there and like beat someone, you know, and that's what I don't understand. If they don't yeah. want to give you the money, let it fucking be, get on with yourself. The, the, the violence behind it is what like pissed me off just all around. Right. You don't yeah. do shit like that. But, um, I, I yeah, that I think, was pissing me off. I think it has a lot to do with the what I was talking about. What we were talking about the first time too about uh, the cuts in budgets. There's nothing out there for them, right? And I'll tell you because when I was a kid, I was a fucking like that's what I did. I robbed people, uh, and I and I regret victimizing all the people I victimized, and a lot of it was violent. And uh, so I was a scumbag. I mean that that's what I did. Like I, if I we started off as little kids, uh, 12, 13 years old running up on fucking 22-year-old, 23-year-old men just reaching in their pockets like little fucking thieves, reaching in their pockets, trying to grab whatever we could while they're pushing us off, socking us up. Other homies are doing it. It'd be like 12, 13 of us just surrounding them, just boom, boom, boom. And then we all split up. So that's how we started. We started getting a little bigger, a little stronger. Then we started being able to just take it a lot easier. And a lot of times you don't realize who you're taking from. And we thought we'd come up. We thought we'd come up big, 800, 900 bucks. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. We came up, G, get a motel. We're going to do this. We're going to get some clothes. We're going to get some drugs. We're going to call some homegirls or whatever, right? And it's like, you don't realize 
Well, I didn't realize until I started getting taxed when I got older for fucking uh, uh, my student loans. They, they they will take your shit, believe me. Uh, I, I said, this is what I get. Like, I know how this shit feels because I needed that fucking money. And, you know, that leans on my accounts and all that shit. And I was like, damn, like, I, I needed that shit. But I only imagine when we were taking the rent money, what was I taking? And it's fucked up, man, because we were taking hundreds of dollars, sometimes 40, 50 bucks. But a lot of times hundreds of dollars. And, and we didn't realize what we were doing. And like you said, I, I don't I don't know how much of it is racially motivated and how much of it is more um, like just easy pickings. Yeah. Like these guys are going to fight back. Fuck it. Yeah. And that that breaks my heart because these guys, some of them are undocumented. Right. Because if we're hustling like that, it's because we well, there's 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 different reasons why. But I would imagine, you know, that um, with the community that has that is undocumented they seldomly report any type of crime or, or them being victims and um so it's just like i i guess that just pisses me off and you're absolutely right you know when i was a lot younger too um you know the local popeyes was the piggy bank according to us you know we needed money that's where we went and you know we we did what we did but um you know, of course, now growing, yeah, it's a bitch when you're getting taxed. Yeah. You, you're like, yeah, I need seventeen hundred dollars. No, you did it. Did. You made, no, you did. <laughs> uh, so, the government, everybody owes like I made seventeen hundred dollars. Yeah, you owe your ass. <laughs> Fucking Debo taking your money. Yeah, yeah, no. So, but yeah, definitely. Like I was listening to this. Uh, I, I don't know who the fuck I was listening to. I'm always listening to talk radio and all kinds of other stuff so they were uh they were talking about um most of the crimes too that are like um they're all involved uh, around poverty and stuff like that so obviously if you're robbing someone that's because probably your parents are not giving you that what's it called uh that weekly uh you know allowance yeah Yeah. they're like well i'm allowing you to stay here for free the (laughs) fuck you mean allowance you know and um but, you know, I, to, to a certain extent, oh, no, not to a certain extent, sometimes I think too, like maybe within our communities, if people were to come out and say, you know what, fuck it, I got an hour to volunteer to speak about, uh, not speak about, but, you know, teach a class on like getting a, a what's it, opening a bank account, you know, talking about credit, talking about FICO scores. Those are things that were never taught to me as a kid. The yeah. first time I got a credit card, I maxed that motherfucker out. You know, um, I worked at a retail store. I worked at Nordstrom's. So I, I was, you know, if I was making a thousand dollars every whatever it was, I had already spent 50% of that because I maxed that credit card out. And nobody teaches you about that. Nobody teaches you about financing, about buying a home or, you know, just thinking outside the box is what I'm trying to say. But um, we need shit like that. Yeah, definitely. We need, you know, even, even, uh, enriching someone about their culture you'll take more pride right in identifying like oh, okay you know uh things about you your ancestors and so on we have nothing like that um we don't a beads class somewhere where you can learn and it doesn't even have to be around that it could be like making jewelry working on computers software shit like that you know you get kids and you get them involved in activities like that but no you know or like you said 
our the the uh, taxpayer, and it is our money. That's something yeah. that people need to realize. It's taxpayers' money. We're the taxpayers. Like if they're going to a to a, a truck that's bulletproof, you're absolutely right. It, this ain't no fucking war zone. We ain't in Iraq. You know, we're not even in Mexico because I believe Mexico. I can see something like that. You yeah. know, it's crazy out there, but um. I got my issues with that too. So we, we can talk about that one on another, <laughs> another one too. Cause you know, um, I, I mentioned that my son's a, uh, a, a skater. So the school calls me, the Dean calls me. He's like, I just want to let you know that, um, he thought he was going to push up on me that, um, your son's been skating on the street. He was skating off the sidewalk onto the street, which I can understand, you know, uh, the, uh, his safety. But then again, it would be bullshit for him to, you know, someone get into an accident or whatever it may yeah. be. There's no need for that. But he's like, we're hiring more cops. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, you're hiring more cops. I'm like, so is that, is that like, a, is that a school or is that a jail? What exactly is it? Like what mm -hmm. type of institution? Anyhow, I ripped them a new one, but I just learned that they're taking school police off the schools, which Good. there shouldn't be no cops, you know, on the premises. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree 100%. See, the problem is that they, uh, in the 90s, they, or in the 80s and 90s, they wanted to go for that tough on crime shit, right? And they criminalized us. They, they, they alienated us. But instead of embracing us, the gang problem went from relatively low to the set in the 70s and early 80s to blowing up in the uh, mid eight, late, late, mid eight ladies and 90s, where, uh, murder and everything because they alienated us they they made it seem like we were outside growing up i didn't feel like i was part of any other, any community other than my neighborhood like i'm from florida and that's it like i don't care what anyone else is going through and you lose a lack of empathy because nobody empathizes with you nobody looks at your situation and it, it's not an excuse to to go commit crimes but it is a reality of what's happening so i think we should empathize with other people and understand their situations and that's why people are like yeah, people are fucking street vendors. Let's go attack. Like, no, don't go attacking random black people. You're doing the same thing. You're yeah. you mean you're continuing the cycle of violence. You're con uh, continuing the cycle of ignorance where it's like, why not go over there? And, and uh, if you don't know any black people, why not get to know them? Mm -hmm. you know, why not? Why not see what's going down with them? Like, 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 see, like, it's easy for people to talk about people and, and judge them from afar. Right. But when you have to sit down, work with them um you know just function with them then you'll see it's it's a whole different thing like damn they're people just like me and that's mm -hmm. that's that's the end of the day we all have our own wants we all have desires we all have fears we all have uh, uh you know just uh, anxieties all of mm -hmm. us do and it's like once you realize that then, then you'll see like man nah i'm not gonna go attack him because of what somebody else that just looks like just happens to kind of look like him did it's like what the fuck that makes no sense and they fry the best turkeys. I'm just saying. <laughs> just kidding. No, but that's you're, you're on point, man. Because um, yeah, how the fuck is one wrong? I I I just I don't know. Like um, and don't get me wrong. Growing up, I grew up in a community that was um, uh, in gangs. There's a lot of racial tension. Mm -hmm. So where I grew up, there was really no there there was no African American people around except for maybe two people, and um, and I'm not exaggerating. And we never, you know, back then we would always fight with um, the, the, the 
black community that was there was in Pacoima. So, you know, it's San Fernando and Pacoima have never gotten along. So automatically you just, you just have that feud. But as adults, like honestly, to, to hate someone or to go beat up someone based upon the color of their skin, you got to be very fucking ignorant. Yeah. You know, I, I just, I, and I just never understood it. Like, there's always been those uh, those things too, like that we say, like once you go black, nobody wants you back or, but like seriously, like people need to start like waking up. Like some of those barriers have been placed there for you to, um, for you to be limited in your thinking, you know? And you know what I never understood too, like with, and, and this is vice versa, but mm-hmm. like uh, I, I had a friend and he was so racial according to him, but he would always bump Tupac. So I was yeah. like, how the fuck? Do you hate someone, but that's all you listen to, you know? And there was like a whole lot of that, but yeah, definitely I I could not like, you know, just Los Angeles in in its entirety. It's such a beautiful place. Well, for the most part, and it's a melted pot. Like I couldn't just see myself eating Mexican food all the time. Like we need to embrace those differences that are there. Like, I love the fact that uh, I can eat tacos here and then go down to this district and they're known for this and that. Like we live in such a beautiful place where those, and and you know, one thing too, like we need to recognize that there is cultural differences and rather than we're all the same, no, the fuck we're not. We're culturally different. Some things that we do or they do or and i'm not just saying black black and 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 brown in general asians there's a large i believe uh los angeles is one of the most diverse places right now in the u.s i could be off on my probably even in the world yeah yeah so do you know how fucking beautiful it is to live in a place like that like um and and that's 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 my thing like I, i don't know i just uh to beat somebody up for for money or just we got to be mindful like what if we fuck up someone for the rest of their lives because um because of the beating that they took and of course when we're kids we're not thinking about that but i'm just saying like bringing awareness to that like is were those three hundred dollars really worth this man being disabled for the rest of his life or woman yeah. or even losing their lives like the dude in fresno that you mentioned you know yeah yeah, yeah. Like, like you said it goes both ways like, like I said, maybe if you're, if you're Mexican, go hang out with somebody of a different race. But also if you're of a different race, hang out with us. See how we yeah. do, see how we function. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not okay for anyone to act out violently, whether you're initiating it or retaliating. Like mm-hmm. the, the main thing we have to do is get, like you said, get beyond that. And I, I, I agree with you. Like that colorblind shit is bullshit. Nah, you should see people for who they are and respect them for what they are. You know what I mean? It's like respect the differences, respect the cultures, uh, respect what they have going on. Even if you don't agree with it, like, well, that's a little different. I remember when I was a kid, uh, man, it was sad too. Like you talk about those racial barriers, right? I had this huge crush on, on this girl. And I, I know she kind of had a thing for me, but she was Asian. And I was like, ah, I don't know. Like, I can't really, you know, my mom would trip and then my family would trip. And the first time I went to her house, she's like, you got to take off your shoes. I was like, what the fuck? I ain't got to take off my fucking shoes now. I used to have that Donnie Brasco shit kind of like that, right? I ain't taking <laughs> off my shoes. But I ended up taking them off. And up, her family was real cool, real warm, real, 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 real cool. But, you know, because we, we couldn't, you know, proceed any further because, you know, like, like I said, there was, nah, the racial discrimination. And like, nah, dog, what are you doing, homie? You're like, what the fuck? Or my, my mom would be tripping and shit. So... But it, it's a trip. I, I got to, you know, hang out for a bit. And, and I just like, man, they're, they're not too different. And that's what you'll find. The more time you spend with people, the more you'll find how com- how much we have in common. I always use this analogy too, right? We're the same species. 
no matter what, right? It's like a, a pit bull. Uh, a black pit bull doesn't know the difference between a brown pit bull or a white pit bull. Uh, uh, fucking like they, they're all pit bulls, right? If aliens were to come down, they wouldn't tell the fucking difference. They would know we're different than dolphins. They would know we're different than cats, but they would probably wouldn't see much difference between us because we're not that different. Yeah, we're not. We're not. And honestly, like, um, I my, my best friend, uh, they are from France. So what I do, it's well, it's not selfish. I mean, might as well use her for something. She knows who she is. Um, they always speak French. So I love going to and her grandparents. Uh, they came here during a World War II or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. So I'm always like, I, I use the word bitch with her, right? Because that's just like it, my, I mean, that's just how we talk to each other. So I'm like, hey, bitch, how do I say this again? But I've learned how to speak some French because of my friend. And it's like, like, I don't know, like the more languages, you know, you know, actually your brain uh, functions um, more or some shit. I don't know. You tend to be a little bit smarter with the more languages that you speak not only that you're more relatable to people you're you know people kind of like identify with you or just fucking talk to them about soccer because most yeah. countries like soccer yeah, most countries in the world yeah we're, we're, we're <laughs> the only ones that don't yeah we like uh what is it football yeah i call it foosball my everybody gets mad <laughs> i'm not foosball. a sports person yeah yeah, no, but, but but you're right. The more you know and the more you appreciate about people's uh, cultures and what they have to bring to the table, then then uh, you'll you'll start to understand. Like, man, that that's real fucking dope. Like, you start seeing that there's wealth in everywhere. Even though a lot of the wealth was robbed of different continents mm-hmm. uh, during different portions, you'll see that there was wealth that came from certain areas, and you'll just trip out at the advancements that people made. And um, it's like it's we're going back to what you said a few weeks ago. Like, it's the shit they don't teach in school. Unfortunately, no. you, you'll never learn how advanced and how great certain cultures were. And um, but even though the ones that people think aren't like uh, where they're still like out in the jungle, they're living uh, in their way. And, and, and this uh, scientist I once was listening to had, uh, had a great point. He said, uh, um, it doesn't matter how intelligent you think you are here. Right. So let's say, you know, about uh, fucking just anything uh, chemistry right? You're, you're a fucking master in chemistry. If you go to like, let's say the Amazon and hang out with them and they're going to say, catch us a fish or, or, or uh, hunt this, you're not going to know how to do it. They're going to say, this guy's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> this guy can't do shit. <laughs> and it's like, you know, it, it's uh, what is it? It's cultural intelligence. You, know, you have to, you have to go out there and understand it. You're not going to be the smartest guy anywhere you go. Definitely. You know what? I believe that a human being too, there's like seven different levels of intelligence. So always understanding that you may think you're the shit, but somewhere else you're not, you know? Yeah. And um, even like, um, even, even, even here in your own environment. Yeah. I'd definitely be a dumbass bitch in the Amazon. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't know shit. I'm, I'm overweight too. Like dog, what the fuck? You can't keep up with us. I can't <laughs> run as it is skinny. So like, you know, it's like, damn. I feel like, um, yeah, you know, like, um, I feel like a lot of those, um, I feel that America, it was built on, on racism. It was built on fucking slavery and shit like that. So slavery. Yeah. So if you really want to be woke and shit woke, cause that's the word they use now. Right. Um, 
definitely take the time to understand that to a certain, like even Japanese people, they were oppressed at one point here in the US. And that is a rich culture there. It's a beautiful culture, right? Uh, I forgot where the fuck I was getting with this, but I was getting somewhere with this. Um, and oh, that's what it was. By a lot, um, uh, physically, scientifically, we're all built differently to an understanding that we're built uh, with, you know, different um, melanin in the skin or even short and tall. Like someone, in, like here in the Americas, right? We were natives, we were very short. And that's because we navigated through jungles and bushes and trees and shit. So um, in Africa, what is it? They're very, you know, uh, tall and stuff because the, the, um, what is it? The, the terrain there, a lot of it is flat. So they got to be able to run. And so just that even, I'm serious. Sometimes people, and it's 2020. So you, you think motherfuckers would know shit like this, but it's like, read a book and educate yourself on why science happens the way it does. It's, it's, it's basic shit, dude. And, um, the other day I was at the park and, um, you know, I, and, and of course I'm, I'm sitting there with a, with a group of people and like a black person approaches or whatever it may be. And someone made a stupid fucking comment thinking that it was going to be funny. I, I don't, I don't laugh at shit like that. I mean, there's, there's certain biases, right. That are funny or yeah, certain yeah. like, so it's, it's, yeah, if you do it the right way, I always say it's how you do it. Right. Yeah. But when it's time. intended with hate, mm -hmm. I, I can't, I can't, I, I can't fuck with that. Like I'm just, you know, but I was like, and then this person's older too. This person's like almost like in their sixties, but when they were growing up, there was a lot of racial tension and shit like that in gangs. So I was like, my dude, like we don't do that no more. Like yeah. it's 2020, like really read a fucking book and educate yourself on why someone might be darker than you. And I believe it's because of the equator or some shit like that. I don't know, but um, definitely even that elementary shit, like, if you really need to understand why, yeah, some people, yeah, yeah and, and and it's it, it's crazy because, like you said, that one thing that I read too is that uh, you're more likely to have, uh, and I say you fall in love with whoever you fall in love with. If you love somebody who looks just like you, cool. If you fall in love with somebody who doesn't, cool, right? Like it's it's it's, it's on you. But you're more likely to have healthier babies when you have with somebody who's who looks less like you. Right. Like if somebody of a different race, because what's going to happen is you're going to take their strongest genes and your strongest genes and you're going to put them together. And the baby, a lot of the times will have healthier, stronger genes, as opposed to somebody who has identical genes to you. Then there's a lot of probably the same flaws in your genes that you have that will carry on. You know what I mean, oh, so I never knew that. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, like, if you look at certain places, um, like they're more prone to certain diseases. And especially if, you know, if the mother and father are, are the same, it's because they have a lot of the same biology, a lot of the same DNA, a lot of the same DNA defects, right? So you, they're going to pass on those traits. It's like with us, uh, what is it we have? Uh, we're more prone to diabetes. Uh, in Africa, they're more prone to uh, sickle cell. Um, mm -hmm. You know, uh, Europeans are more prone to uh, uh, skin cancer, uh, melanoma and shit like that, right? And it's because they have the same defects. But once you start like uh, intermingling and, and um, have children of uh, multi-racial, then they have the stronger of, of each genes. So it's a trip. You know what I mean? It's like uh, just shit like that. I just read, I just, I thought that was kind of interesting and, and it shows that like probably uh, most of us aren't going to be 
you know, in the future, we're not going to be just uh, one race. Like, like we're uh, races are probably going to go away. Right. Like we're no longer spread across different continents and we're separated where we're kind of getting together. Right. Like, like, and even when we were spread across different tribes, they all, you know, they all uh, hooked up with each other. So it's, it's, it is what it is. People are crazy to think that they're going to be only that race forever. That's not going to happen. That's a trip. Now I'm going to look into that. Yeah. Because there's some people in actuality and even within my family that you, you know, um, not within like my family, like my mom, my, my close family, they're very open-minded people. Um, it, it, have you seen in Japan? Uh, sorry, I just went ADHD. In Japan, they got that whole Mexican scene too. I don't know if yeah. you've seen that. Yeah, you know, I'm actually hoping to interview uh, homie. He, not in Japan, they, they don't speak English that well. The, the, the OGs that do that, according to the guy who was talking to me. But in Taiwan, I might interview somebody. So that's something I've, I've been looking forward to for a while now. That is so interesting too. Like the dynamic, um, you know, as, as we've, um, I, I believe in the progression of human beings. I don't, I just, believe I'm of a progressive mindset. Um, at least I think I am. Um, but I never knew that about uh, genetics and, you know, um, you know, mixing uh, races or whatever it may be. Um, that's, that's very interesting actually, but yeah, like, don't be afraid to love someone that's different than you. Like, you might learn some shit, you know? Yeah. They might. Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy with the, 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 the cats in Japan. I asked them too, like, Hey, how did that happen? Like, 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 how did, how did you guys like fall in love with a culture so far away from you? It's like uh, really literally on the other, well, depending on where you, where you go from, but basically if you're putting a flat map, it's the other side of the world. Right. Huh. Uh, but, and they basically told me it was low rider magazine. Oh, low wow. rider magazine went out there and you know, they, they saw it and they, they fell in love with the culture. And I was just like, man, that's trip, and that's 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 dope, because they yeah. they add elements to to it of their culture, so you can go over there and learn from their culture and what you've what you've added to their like what you've added to it, and also what what you could bring back. So it's it's a it's a trip, man. Like, like there's so much to learn, and if you're willing to open your mind up and you're willing to see it, then then you can you I mean you can just do great amazing things and then just have all that knowledge. Yeah, your brain is definitely not going to fall off <laughs> like, yeah, fall yeah. Out if you open up. Yeah. And it, that's a trip that someone across the across um, across the world can be so in love with some with a culture. And here we are fighting with <laughs> with one another. It's like, come on, people get with the fucking program, dude. And um, I was going to say something. I, I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's, it's a trip. It really is, and uh, it shows yeah. that how much how how much influence we could have. But we, like you were saying, we we fight with each other. We tend to use it negatively, and that's why, like, I, I love doing platforms like this and 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 jumping on and chopping it up with you and with other people is because we get to explore those ideas and show that you know we don't have to be stuck in that same mindset. We can learn from each other, and, and there's so much out there that we can we can give and there's so much out that we can gain and people need to understand that. And maybe we won't be robbing Loteros or maybe if cops were to do the same, they wouldn't be victimizing people and wouldn't be killing people on the streets. Cause it, at the end of the day, it comes down to basic empathy and compassion. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. And, um, you know, um, we, we spoke about race a lot, but just speaking about cops and, and having certain mentalities, you know, um, 
you know, to me, yeah, your safety is, 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 is um, something to be very concerned about. But again, building those, like you say, those bridges, humanizing people, being compassionate. I would rather, if, if I'm working in a jail facility, right? And let's just say, I don't know, a youth authority. I, I'm, I know what my job is. I know what my title is. But I know that I'm going to be a lot safer going in there and being respectful of the wards that are there, mm -hmm. of the people that are there, or even the relationships that I carry with my coworkers or with my colleagues. It, the streets, and in, in, in this case for them, the streets are what they are. They're gonna encounter fucking crazy people because that's just the way it is. But being diligent about the way that you carry yourself, the energy that you're putting out there, and even again, being mindful of the way that you're speaking to people, because that's gonna have a big impact on whether you're going home, on whether you're gonna go back home that night or you're not. But it's yeah. definitely up to us individually no matter what race you are, no matter what color you are, no matter what title you got, you got to be able to be fluent with people. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a trip, even from the, just from this conversation, right? If you remember uh, the beginning of it, I was kind of heated coming into mm -hmm. that shit. Like, I get, I, I, I get real passionate when I talk about uh, police brutality and shit like that. But even as, as the conversation went on, I was able to, you know, listening to what you had to say and a lot of what I said, I was able to calm me down for, for a lot of it. And I think that's what we need to do a lot of times. Take that time to hear somebody else out. Take that time to hear other perspectives. Because you're right. There are certain cops that I remember now that were human. They were just like, hey, like, like, come on, man. Yeah, I remember you were trying to reach out. I'm going to tell you a story, right? Mm -hmm. And this is one that, man, my mom probably, I don't know. It happened. We should probably, we should probably be pissed. But I never liked cops growing up. Right. And I used to, I worked the summer job this one time. And, uh, um, I remember I walked in and they were like, uh, um, Oh, fucking, uh, what do you want to do? Landscaping or, or fucking, uh, uh, or maintenance. I was like, I don't want none of that shit. I, I want to work in the office. And they're like, well, we don't have any office positions. And, but the lady who, who, who was interviewing it, like the main lady, she's like, but you know what? I don't have an assistant. You could be my assistant. And I was like, cool. And I didn't know that she was working in the substation with the cops. So I had to work there with them, right? And a lot of them, they, they didn't like me, you know, but they ended up getting to know me a little bit and they were, they were cool and shit. And I ended up getting an award uh, for, for, for that summer job. And right before I went to YA too, I fucked up. I, I, I had a lot of opportunities, you know what I mean? So uh, I ended up getting the award. And I told my mom and dad, like, oh, they're going to give me some stupid award. I ain't going to go to that shit. They're like, no, mijo, go, go ahead. You should go to that thing, right? We're, we're proud of you. And I was like, dope, I'll go. So I was all excited, right? So I ironed my clothes. Uh, I'm getting ready to go. And my mom and dad are starting to start, like, when it's time to go, they're starting to lay down. I'm like, what, what are you guys doing? Oh, we're going to go to sleep. We had a long night. Like, they were partying the night before and shit. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that's fucked up, man. Like, yeah. I, I thought you guys are going, right? Like, like that's the only reason I was going to go. So I'm walking pissed the fuck off. Like, man, this is fucked up. I shouldn't even go to the stupid thing. But I still went. Mm -hmm. And when I went to get the award, the people who were there for me were those cops. Uh, uh, Detective Penny, my PO, and Ariano. And they're like, let's take a picture. And then my, I was, in my mind, I was conflicted. Like, fuck you guys. They're taking no pictures of no fucking cops. You know what I mean? But at the same time, they were the only ones who showed up for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, 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 so I remember that now. And, and it's crazy because just by talking to somebody for a while, you could kind of see like maybe I'm a bit extreme on some of my things because emotions get the best of me. 
maybe some of my opinions might be a bit extreme because of my emotions. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, now that I'm working, um, so as an interventionist, like I work in the community, I sit down and I meet with cops sometimes and I sit down and well, I know I'm a part of my community. So, but I feel like uh, the way that uh, we've been educated, you know, throughout and, and, and historically, but even, even from the, you know, from the war on drugs and stuff like that, like that's no longer relevant, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we gotta find new ways and be more innovative and just be human. Um, not not just us, you know. If a cop, let's just say that uh, you have every right to remain silent, I would advise you to remain silent. Yeah. But if a cop is not coming at you sideways, don't get at him sideways. Just yes sir, no sir, boom, be out. But at the same time, too, again, I feel that they need these these uh, some of the cops. Not this is not for every cop, of course. Uh, we do need to reconsider what age and what type of education these people got, so that they can be more um, more um, what what's the word that I'm looking for? So they can be utilized a bit more. They got to be flexible too with people. We can't just uh, throw in these. Uh, 20, 21 year olds in there because at 2021, I didn't know shit and I would yeah. probably come at you sideways, you know? So I think that that's a big, um, that that plays a big role that we're just allowing somebody to come in with a high school diploma. Again, not to knock anybody that doesn't have a high school diploma because some people that have never gone to college are far more intelligent than some of the scholars that I know. But, um, you know, so, you know, balancing things out, of course, and like you said, they go through a psych evaluation and stuff like that, but even sitting them down for, uh, like, cultural awareness and shit like that, it might sound like meaningless classes, but you gotta know how to speak to people, that's what a social worker does, that's what a psychologist does, that's what, and I, I feel there's gotta be a background of both, not just, yeah. I'm, I'm a cop, fucking hear me roar, you know? Yeah, no, no, you're right. You know, that's, if, if there is going to ever be a change, it's going to have to be a collaboration of the community and the police departments. They're going to have to get together and figure out each other's wrongs and figure out what each other are doing right and, and move on from there. You're, you're right. There's there's so much to learn out there. And it just, you know, opened my eyes today to see that sometimes you have to hear another perspective and like not get so fired up about shit. Cause at the beginning, remember I said, I'm, I'm fucking biased <laughs> as fuck. Like, like, and, uh, but you're right. You know, they're, they're in order for us to move forward, we can't get stuck on that. However, that does, that's no, that's no, uh, excuse or pass for injustice at the same time. You know, we still have to continue to fight against injustice, but at the same time, look for, uh, look for something that, that benefits everybody. Yeah, definitely. Um, and just being mindful that, uh, again, I'm, I'm sounding repetitive, but we're all human. But uh, that doesn't mean we can, we, we gotta, we gotta keep learning. That's, we gotta keep learning. We gotta, uh, and be compassionate, mm-hmm. be compassionate of one another in the type of day that somebody, they might be going through a fucking divorce. A divorce is something difficult to deal with on a day-to-day basis, you know, and uh, just being mindful and kind. It really doesn't hurt and it's not expensive. It's, it's fucking free. You know, it's like, yes, it, it's free. But at the same time, uh, these agencies need to understand that the way they communicate, the way they come at these kids, understanding that if they wouldn't want their kid being treated that way, maybe they shouldn't treat somebody else's kid like that. So the respect has to be mutual. The communication has to be mutual. And um, 
I mean, in terms of that, that's all I got. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, you summed it up perfectly. And um, I think that's time right there. We'll be back next week. And uh, we're the Indigenous Heathens. See you guys next week. We out. Peace. Peace.